And um, there's a, yeah, there's a used condom on top of my bread in my bag. (laughs) 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 But I think we're going to have to end things because you started clapping when the plane landed and I just can't, I can't do it. I just can't, I just can't do it anymore. Bar smashes, car stops. Three cops get out. Two two male cops and a, and a female cop, and they throw this throw this throw no. us all onto the wall. So I'm now like, fuck. Listen, Lucy, we have to break up. Why? Because well, you thought that Nepal was a body part. What? <laughs> <laughs> That's such a good one. I love that. <laughs> Hello and welcome to Two Beers Till Takeoff, the podcast inspired by conversations overheard at the airport bar. Join Phil as he grabs a couple of beers and chats with interesting people from around the world, sharing expert knowledge and hilarious stories that you won't find in your guidebook. So pull up a stool and get ready for an adventure as we explore worlds of travel and beyond with Two Beers Till Takeoff. Four hours in a Taliban headquarters. I had dog meat in Laos. Was a golden retriever? Smack a dirty old smooch <laughs> on our beautiful fish right here. He didn't die, but he fell down the side of the mountain. Hello and welcome to Happy Hour. My name is Phil and today we're going to have tons of fun on this pre-Valentine's Day episode. At the end of the episode, my guests and I are going to be doing a top five best excuses to break up with someone. So if you're planning on dumping your significant other right before V-Day, stay tuned. We get it. Flowers are fucking expensive, man. Yeah, flowers are so expensive. Don't even start. Oh my God. What though? Like for what reason? Let's meet our guest. She's back by popular demand. Her episode having the most downloads this past year. You may remember her coming on to tell the wild story of accidentally walking through a landmine field on the Vietnam-China border. Now she's back to update us on her travels and leave us with a hilarious story. Welcome back to the show, Lucy. (laughs) Hello, thank you for having me again, Phil. I had no idea that my episode was the most downloaded. That's amazing. I did not know that. Most downloaded. People love you. It's a great story, the one that I told about the China uh, landmine border story. It's a great story. And I'm hoping that this story will be equally as good. I can't wait to tell it. It's hilarious. But thank you for having me back. Yeah, so what's going on with you? What's what's going on? Just having some sangria? Mm. Yeah, literally. And I've got ice in it now. I feel I feel like I'm having sangria, which usually is enjoyed like in the sun in Spain. And I'm like sat in England in February. It's not really the same, but we're going to pretend, we're going to pretend that I'm somewhere, somewhere yeah. hot. It's fine. But what's going on with you? <laughs> oh my God. It's been, you know what? It's literally been like the craziest six months. I think this is the first time in maybe, even probably even longer than six months. I've just had time to be bored. I think it, like Jan, Feb, I've, I've been home. I've been kind of having a sort out of everything. I have like been chucking loads of things out that I've not, I, and it's such, so boring, but it's been such an amazing six months and I can't, it's going to be so busy again, but I've been all over. Like I was working in Finland over Christmas in Lapland, which was like incredible. And so many people have messaged me about that. Like the company I work for, I kept joking that they're going to have so many people apply because everyone's like, yep, I'm applying, I'm doing it. And I'm like, damn, they need to be paying me for this because I've got them so many people that are going to be Do you guys have like a, a commission program or something? They need to have one. Apparently, if you refer a friend, so I'm going to say to everyone, you know, put my name down as a referral. And I, but I feel like if if everyone's from TikTok sees it, there might be a lot, and I doubt they're going to be like, yeah, we'll we'll pay you all that money. So we'll see. But I, yeah. I'm, I'm going to try. 
Can, can you can you tell maybe for, you know the people that don't follow you yet on TikTok a bit about that experience because the, you know your followers obviously got to see the, the great stuff that happened in Lapland. Can you maybe explain what Lapland is and what that experience was like? Yeah, absolutely. So Lapland, because um, I know a lot of people actually ask me where it was, and I know because it can be. I wasn't actually one hundred percent sure. So Lapland is a region in the north of Finland, Norway, and Sweden, and a bit of Russia as well. I want to say that that might be wrong. Don't quote me on that, but. Um, and it's it's all in the Arctic Circle, pretty much. Most of it is, and it's freezing. So up there, supposedly in Lapland is where Santa Claus lives. Um, so what do you mean, there's supposedly? a town. Well, I've never seen him. Oh, okay. I don't know. I've never met him. <laughs> I don't know. I couldn't tell you. Some people found him. <laughs> no, it was it was a great job. Supposedly though, I don't. You just have to find him. That's that's the whole point. Is the search. I thought he was in North America. I thought that he lived in North American malls. Yeah, that that is rumored too. I've never been, so I don't know. Like you know, North American malls. There's a there's a lot. He gets around. He does. Yeah. See him and, He's magic. And then I know. There you go. <laughs> um. Oh my god. Yeah. So Lapland. Um. It was incredible. So I worked there for six weeks. Um. From mid November till end of December. So I worked over Christmas, and essentially my job was there are loads of jobs you can do out there but I work for a British company that does like holidays out there um two to three day holidays it's usually people from the UK that fly out there because they'll fly loads of people out from all around the UK and there's loads of resorts but the one I was working for was a a British company and um my job was I was a ranger so there were different jobs there was like a rep a hotel rep a ranger drivers and my job essentially was to just sing dance tell jokes and literally bring the christmas spirit okay maybe not dancing but <laughs> i can't really dance <laughs> that, that's considered right. keeping yourself warm right exactly yeah yeah exactly that was my job so my job was i had three different three main roles like one of them was picking people up from the airport welcoming them and then i had told my christmas jokes which was i have a lot of christmas jokes so if you're ever in need of some i've got so many i could tell you it's hilarious but well, i find them funny and the fact that i still find them i still find them funny like after telling them for six weeks I, I'm, I'm like this is a good one cracking yourself great. up so, honestly I, right i'll tell you one out okay how much did Santa's sleigh cost him? Don't know. Nothing. Nothing. It was on the house. Uh, 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 uh. I'm glad you like, I love that one. Uh, I love that one. It's so great Happy. dad jokes. <laughs> exactly. And you know what? It was great. It was always great. Like some of the coaches, it was always, I hate, I'm from London, but I hate to say it. The people from London were always like the grumpiest, but the northerners love it. And I made a joke once on my coach because the airport was so small. When you drop them off, you have to kind of wait outside for a little bit and entertain your coach. And I made a joke sort of saying, oh, you've had a good time and you leave a review. My name's Lucy um, and you have to have Christmas names. So I was Lapland Lucy. Uh, I'm Lapland Lucy. And I just sort of made a joke. It was one of the last days. And I was like, but if you didn't have a good time, my name's Steve. And then my whole coach... (laughs) They started calling me Steve. They were going, Steve, Steve. I was like, what is going on? Like, I was like, oh, I'm just going to go to check. Yeah. I was like, what? Shit, what, what did I do here? I was like, shit, I was like, shit, like I fucked up. But they were loving it. And I was like, I'm just going to see if check-in's ready for us. And they were like, go on, Steve, Steve, Steve. It was, it was, it was brilliant. It was, it was great. But- who, who visits Lapland, the British, like the, the is it like <laughs> stag, stag dudes or something? No. <laughs> I think it's because there was like this one bald guy at the front that was like, yeah, geezer. And he was leading the Steve chants. Um, so I, I just think everyone joined in. It's mostly families. Um, and oh my God, this is just the, co- we've not even got like just the coach journeys, right? 
sometimes if I was waiting for a long time, we'd, I'd get the kids to tell jokes or kids to, we'd do like, we'd play Christmas, would you rather? Like, would you rather have tinsel for hair or, um, or like, I don't know, baubles for eyes or something? And then I ran out of would you rather's and we'd been waiting like half an hour. So I was like, oh, kids, like, do you have any? And some of them came up with some really good ones. And then this kid at the front goes, oh, I've got one. And I'm like, yeah, like, what's your one? Because they'd say it and then I'd say it out loud. And <laughs> I struggled. He goes, would you rather um, ride a reindeer or ride Santa Claus? And I just stood at the front. All the adults started <laughs> laughing. I just stood at the front like... <laughs> I was like, I can't repeat that. I was like, I can't. I can't repeat that. That's awful. Um, yeah. yeah. I, I, hey, when in Rome, right? You just got to fucking say it. Yeah, exactly. I was like, oh, my God. I was just like, oh, I think we'll be there for that one. But it was so funny. And then a lot of my other jobs were like, um, I'd work outside a lot of the time. So I was working in like minus 25 conditions kind of thing. Um, and that was really fun, though. I was like singing a lot of songs, keeping the Christmas spirit up. And it was just like, it was incredible, to be honest with you. Just the whole... The whole job was brilliant. Like, nice. I can't recommend it recommend it enough. And and you were to Finland during this time, correct? Yes, uh, yeah, Finland. Um, so they, right. I know there's resorts like in Norway, Sweden, but um, the one I worked in was in Finland. Yeah. So did you get to interact at all with the uh, with Finns? Did you get to take in some of that Finnish culture at all? Sauna culture. I know, yeah. I know, it's a really good question because I was a bit like, most of the staff are British. Most of the guests are British. I was like, is this just going to be like a British town? But luckily, yeah. there, there were, um, there were, there was a really local pub and they do like quiz nights and karaoke. And it was so funny because you just get a night of karaoke and it'd be a mix of like us Brits, the Finnish locals that were like 60 and would do like ballads, but everyone would get into it. It was great. Um, and then there were like um, some other staff that were a lot more like European. Um, as I know I'm European, but like not British. <laughs> um, so then they were doing different songs and then we were coming in doing like Sweet Caroline, all these songs. But we, we the Finnish people there were lovely, like a lot of the staff that work at some of the activities. And what was really cool as well is um, like the, the traditional people that have lived there for hundreds of years, um, are the Sami people. Mm, and, the Sami, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and it was so interesting because I had a chance to... One one of the shifts, like the outside shifts, because you do different things every day, which is why it was really cool. Uh, but one of them was working at the reindeer ride, um, where you'd like have a little sleigh ride in the uh, with the reindeer, and the people that ran that were um, this guy called Simon and his and his reindeer, and he was Sami, and it was so interesting just chatting to him, like, and he was telling us all about um, the traditional dress they wear, like uh, what what each symbol means. Um, like their traditions, what they languages they speak, how the dialects vary. It was so interesting because, you know, it's it's so it's so different. It's 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 cultures that have gone on for ages, and they sort of tra- transcend the boundaries of Norway, Russia, Sweden, all of that. It's it's all of like Lapland, and obviously there's different sort of communities within that. But you know, they see themselves as so. It, it, it's it's so it's so interesting. Like um, yeah, because to... because they're the indigenous people of that region, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. And, yeah. Um, yeah, it's just incredible kind of learning about it. And like, like, oh, you just have to, you just have to laugh. Like this, one of the Sami guys, um, he had like a traditional hat on at work. Um, and then he came to the pub later on and he had a heart that said, I heart 69 on his hat. And we were like, where's the traditional hat gone? And he's like, this is my hat. And we we're like, no, your other hat. He's like, no, this, this hat. is my Takashi 69 hat. And we're like, oh, okay. <laughs> okay yeah so yeah I, you did get to interact with like local people it's amazing 
Nice. So I think where we kind of left you off, you were just about to go uh, volunteering in Montenegro. I believe you were working at a hostel. What was that experience yeah. like? Cause I was, I had just, I'd been to Montenegro a few years before and I kind of knew uh, some of the places you were going and I was really excited to kind of get yeah. you back to, to find out how you liked it. Yeah. Cause I remember we spoke about that before. Cause you were telling me you'd, you'd done Croatia, right? Or you were going to Croatia. Yep. Was that? Yeah, yeah. We did Croatia, we did Montenegro and then we didn't have time enough to, to enough time to finish and do Albania as well. But Oh, Albania is amazing. But Montenegro, I, I love Croatia, love Montenegro, because I only did a week in Croatia and I loved it. It was, it was quite expensive. Oh. Um, but I guess I was in quite touristy areas, so I think it depends. Um, but Montenegro was amazing. So I oh, I had such a long travel day on the day that I got there. And you know, you get those travel days where like not everything's gone to plan. You arrive somewhere and you just you just kind of want to go home. Like I, yeah. I, I, yeah, I, I got there and I was like, I, I was like, it was nothing against a hostel or anything. I just got there and I was like, I don't want to be here. I've had like such a long day. I really, but you know, you can't think like that because you, you just have to get into it. And I was like, I know I feel better tomorrow and I did and I ended up loving it like it was the most it was the most chilled back chilled laid back hostel I've ever been to in this in sense that like I looked at the reviews of like people that had worked there and versus the people that had stayed there and the people that stayed there were like yeah it's a nice vibe like not cleanest or most up-to-date hostel but it's nice and the staff were like raving about it they were like it's amazing like and um, the managers will make sure you have the best time and I was like that's what I want I was like because you can stay at nice hostel you can work at a really nice hostel but doesn't mean they're nice to their staff and right. this this hostel is like kind of in the middle of nowhere or what's which area was it, it was in bar in Montenegro but okay, yeah nice. Um, what a so, great name for for a city, yeah. Yeah, with or no bars. Yeah, there's like no <laughs> bars there though. That's the funny thing. <laughs> there's like one bar. <laughs> it's hilarious. We went around for ages trying to find a bar and bar, but this hostel was genuinely at one point there were more volunteers than guests, and the, like, but they just took on all the volunteers. Like, if you apply, they'll say yes because they want you to have a good time, and like, they were so flexible as well. Like, I ended up I was there for two weeks, and I was supposed to work. I think five days a week I ended up doing about four or five shifts in total like it was so chill the manager was just like look if you want to go explore just let me know if you don't want to work one of the days you could just work another one I mean one one of the nights we ended up because it was quite a small hostel and the hostel cat was so cute but one of the nights we ended up just like um having drinks with the hostel manager and the owner and all the staff and then we stayed up quite late because we we've stayed in but we stayed up quite late and I went to bed at three and my manager went to bed at like five and he put the shifts in for the next day at 5 a.m and I was already in bed like I was I was asleep and I woke up at I think 10 a.m and I saw that I was supposed to be on the 8 a.m shift and I was like yeah no it was I was like I was like well I'll get up and go to work for the last hour so I did an hour of work <laughs> and then I saw my manager I was like you know what I was asleep right like you know you sent that at 5am there was no way I was getting up um like I didn't see it I didn't know. and he was like yeah it's chill like don't worry I was like okay welcome to, welcome to eastern Europe man who cares literally he was like yeah who cares like it's chill I was like all right well <laughs> like, it was so, it was such a good experience and one of the girls I met she's from Mexico and um, one of the girls I met she actually ended up traveling with me to Albania and she was just like so much fun she's she's invited me to see her I'm heading to Mexico in a few months and um, I'm gonna meet nice. up with her in Mexico City and she's like I'm gonna give you the tour so she was she was great and it's like I met yeah I met some great people there as well so 100% would recommend volunteering in a hostel it was 
it was so good. Nice. So uh, before good. we get to Albania, I want to talk about something that you're you're doing now. Uh, you're you're offering a service online. You're you know you're using your platform to you know start getting some sponsorship. I've noticed, which is awesome. Congratulations on that. <laughs> you're now offering a service to people that are looking to do, or you're offering consultations. And can you maybe give us a bit more information about that? Yeah. So, I mean, I get a lot of DMs with people with travel questions and like, I try and answer as many as I can. And sometimes I'm like, oh, like I, I want to give long answers. So sometimes I'll give like voice notes, but some people have like a lot of questions. I want to talk through their trip. And like, even if they have questions about backpacking or solo traveling or where to start or anything like that um i've started doing one-to-one calls so you can dm me if you've got like a quick question but a lot of people want to have like a full-on chat go through their plans um and kind of like get my opinions and take on it and i'm now doing one-to-one calls so um you can jump on a half hour call with me and i'll get you to like send my itinerary i get people to send their itinerary or their ideas or what they're sort of thinking of before so i can help Mm. them and have like a bit more of an idea get my notes up um and as well i after the calls i send them my routes my um recommendations where I don't recommend going which is kind of around but I I send them like a good condensed list as well just so then they've got that um I've only done a couple so far because I've just started it up but I'm I it's so much fun it's so fun to help people plan their trip like and hear about what they're doing and then it's so good to see them plan it and then go and do it and then I I love it and I I love helping and chatting to people about traveling I think that's kind of why I started my TikTok in the first place is literally to help people travel. I love traveling. I love talking about it. I'd love to help people because I remember before I started it, someone like a friend of a friend DM me. I was like, please, can you help me? Like, I have no idea where to start. No, you've traveled. And I like, I sent her so much info and I loved, I just, I just loved it because I know that that's what I would have wanted, you know, when I started my first trip and now I'm planning my, yeah. yeah, like, and now I'm planning my Central America trip. I'm kind of like, I know what to expect with solo travel and hostels, but I've never been to Central America and sort of hearing people's um, ideas about routes and things. I can kind of apply that to my knowledge of what I like doing, where I want to go, what I've heard. And, and it kind of all comes together, but like, especially for that first trip, it can be so daunting and not knowing where to start that like I was like exactly I just want people to be able to like set aside a time for me to actually sit down and help people and obviously I'm not a I'm not an official travel expert or anything but I I know that I've got a lot of lived experience especially now I'm like I'm 23 I've done a lot of backpacking and like several different continents and I, I'm still going and I just I just I yeah so if anyone wants a travel call give me a dm if you've got any questions links in my bio if you follow me but yeah, it's really exciting. I love it. I, I loved it. I love doing these calls. So yeah, I think we have a shared passion. I've I've realized that I do this with my friends that haven't traveled. Like I, I, one of my friends, he was like, yeah, like I, I really want to travel. He's talking about like, you know, having interest in like literature and like medieval stuff. And I'm like, dude, you've never been to Europe. Like you're going to love like the castles, the gothic stuff. And he's like, yeah, I guess. And I was like, okay, I'm like, I'm now going to bully you into traveling to Europe. Like, <laughs> yeah, you have like, to. If you, if you love all that medieval stuff, like, there's so much to see. I wouldn't even know where to start. Like, like that's, that's like in Canada. In Canada, for example, we were like, oh my God, that place is so old, man. It's like 60 years old. <laughs> we're like, no. dude, this is from like the 957. What the hell? Oh my god! Literally, like it baffles me sometimes like, how old some things are. Like even even my my mum's um she like does a bit of like tour guiding around London or she's just started it and um 
she was telling me facts about the Tower of London, about like how it's like a thousand years old, how they used to have polar bears swimming like in the moat that was from the Thames. Yeah. So like in like the 1600s, or oh, it might have been before that. They This is re- really, ra- we've gone on a tangent, but it's such an interesting fact. Fuck yeah. She was telling me yesterday, I was like, what? So essentially one of the kings loved like exotic animals and they'd never seen like, they got in like elephants, polar bears, lions, and they didn't know how to look after them. So this elephant lived in like a house and because they, because it was such a big creature they thought it was a carnival so they fed it meat and then unfortunately yeah like it so it died within two years which is like i'm surprised it lived that long to be fair but there was a lot there was a lion which you could come and pay to see or instead of paying you could bring a cat or a dog for the lion to eat as payment yeah (laughs) like what and then they had a polar bear that they just used to like there was a moat that used to go around um the the tower of london from the thames and it had fish in it and they just used to let the polar bear just swim around it and catch fish like that like it's insane but there's so much history and like yeah fuck but can you imagine oh my god yeah. Uh, for those who don't know, polar bears are, as, as a Canadian, I feel I can speak to this. I feel like if we had a Russian maybe on it, could, <laughs> or equally as well versed, but uh, polar bears, the most dangerous of the bears, by far. Are they actually? I didn't know they were the most dangerous. Oh, yeah. Yeah, black bears, you can scare them away by fighting. If it's a male, you might not get that bad of a reaction. If it's a female with cubs, fight for your life. If it's a grizzly, uh, lay lay dead. Oh, my God. And it won't, it won't fuck with you. And then polar bears essentially try to survive. So that was just chilling in fucking London. Yeah, it was just vibing. Uh, On the tomb. (laughs) Imagine, just gets lost. (laughs) On my way, don't mind me. Like, it's insane. I just cannot imagine, like, a polar bear just wandering around the Tower of London. Like, I've walked around where it would have swam, which is actually insane, but... I need to look. I I need to to read more about this. That's fucking insane. Honestly, that I, I, like apparently there's a, some some guards have claimed to have seen like a ghost of a bear as well because there was like a, a a brown bear or a grizzly bear that used to be there. So I I don't even. But there's so much history to it. Like it's like insane. You can look at like a square in London and be like, there are a hundred different things that happened in that tiny little square in London. I don't know. It's just the the history's insane. Mm. So it is interesting. Fucking crazy, like, man. It's fucking- it's so funny though, but yeah, it's, it's yeah. mental. I, I I want to chat about the country that escaped me because I didn't have enough time to to go visit it. We had kind of an entry plan to go and see Albania for a few days, and then the uncertainty of Eastern Europe and catching our return flight back to Canada kind of got in the way. Yeah. So I'd love to hear your experience in Albania. Where did you go? What were the highlights? What was it like? Oh my god! So Albania. Do you still have your two kidneys? I do. I do. You know what? And I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm alive. And you know what? I felt so safe the entire time. Like genuinely, I because I I didn't know what to expect. I was like, oh, I think I'm. I because I'd I'd heard about it from another creator, um, Mika. She'd done a load of videos on it, and I was like, oh, like that looks insane. Like that looks unreal. And I told my friends at first that I was thinking of going to Albania, and they were like what like are you serious why would anyone go there and i'm telling you mm. like it it is literally i think it, it it's one of it is the most underrated country i've ever been to by far so i was planning to do i ended up doing three weeks and um one of the wow. yeah one of the girls from montenegro came with me uh and she was great i was a bit worried that you know when you're tra- if you're traveling solo and then someone like jumps on it can be a bit like oh 
well like, are they going to be a bit more like well I want to do this and no I, I don't think you know like kind of like hindering the solo travel experience but she bought nothing yep. but vibes like she was so happy to do whatever and just bought like good vibes but like yeah like she was great honestly she was so up for anything so when I told her there's this there's this semi-famous hike that um is in the north and I was like I want to do this hike especially because it was like early October at this point and it was getting colder I was like no I want to go and do this hike this looks incredible and it's just it's a one-day hike and you stay um for a couple of nights either side and it is it is so stunning I had no idea that eastern Europe looked like this like this it's a the test the Valbona to Teth hike and it's just got the most amazing views. And it's one of those things, hikes, that's going to become like discovered in the future and it's going to get so busy. So I'm so thankful to do it when I did. And I did it in autumn as well. So like in fall, um, all the leaves were, <laughs> were orange and they were falling. They was, it was just, <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> Is that your American accent? Yeah, like I did it in fall. It was amazing. It was incredible. <laughs> <laughs> Is it any good? Is it a good accent? It's really good. Yeah. It's better than my British. Gosh, br- Hello, Gunda. Oh, that's awful, Phil. That's awful. <laughs> Just don't, don't try that again. That was no. Hello, Gunda. No, You're British, isn't it? That's what it sounds like. I watch Peaky Blinders. <laughs> Are you from the Peaky Blinders? <laughs> All right, mate. I'm British. I'll have a cup of tea. Oh, oh God. That is- okay, we're going to stop with the accents. I'm going to try and not, not say it. <laughs> I'm just gonna do someone injustice. <laughs> oh my god! Anyway, this fight was incredible. So you, we did, I did it for a day, um, and I cannot recommend it enough. The, and the hostel is that you stay in that organizes it. So like they say that you can stay in two different hostels in Skoda, which is like this town right in the north, and it only took a couple of hours to get um, from the border in Montenegro to there. Like it was chill. Um, this hostel, I stayed in the Wanderers hostel, and oh my god. It was, so I arrived and Montenegro was like, it's not as expensive as like Western Europe, but it was still a little pricier than, I don't know. I don't know how you felt that. It's on the Euro. Yeah. And I guess if it's. It was, it was cheaper than Croatia. But... Yeah. But because it, it's on the Euro, it's like not super cheap. So I got to Albania and then suddenly everything was so much cheaper. This hostel was doing um, cocktails for two, like two euros 50 um, or the equivalent in Lek. And uh, they did free racky shots, which is like the local spirit. Yeah. Fuck. I know. That's dangerous. So dangerous. We had to be up at 6am for the hike, right? And we were there and the staff were just bringing around these shots and they're like, we're going to do them together. Yeah, cheers. And I was like, I need to go to bed. Everyone... I'm not going to do this hike. <laughs> but it... Everyone's going to vomit on the mountain now. I know. Ooh. I know. And it was, <laughs> it was so funny. I, you know what? I felt so sensible because I was like, I had some shots. I had a couple of cocktails and I was like, no, I'm going to save this for when we come back. So I was, I went to bed at like one, which I still think, you know, for getting up at six, it's respectable. It's respectable. But Fernanda, the, the girl that I was traveling with from Mexico, she, she stayed up. I mean, she, she's, she's, she was 18 and had more. And I sound like an old woman. I'm only 23, but she had more energy than I did. And I was like, no, I'm going to go to bed. And she was still drunk at 6 a.m in the morning she was like she was like let's do this hike yeah and then she was asleep like an hour more racky shots i was like yeah literally i was like how have you how much have you had but um yeah because you don't actually do the hike on the first day it's a lot of traveling and you go on this boat and stuff but um it w- which i'm sure she was feeling great throughout the whole it must have been it's it's paved roads both yeah, ways yeah exactly right? <laughs> exactly i was like 
um no it is but she yeah so she she was a bit fragile but um anyway this hike incredible and we got back and we i actually there were a load of finnish boys that did that hike and we came back and we celebrated finishing the hike and we did all these racky shots and it's free right but we did so many that the staff were like no you actually can't have any more like we've gone through an insane amount of racky like you actually can't you've had the entire lot and i didn't even have them that's that's the most british thing i've ever I heard i know and it, it was honestly someone said to me the finished drink as well and i was like really they do oh my god they they fucking drink Finnish, a yeah, shit done guys are like they just like were knocking them back even more than i was and i was like you know what fair enough and they just went at it so i was like i'm happy not having any more because it was like cheap but um Anyway, that was just the North. Incredible fun. Definitely recommend. And then the rest of the country is just like unreal. So we, the the capital, Tirana, has so much history. I definitely recommend doing a walking tour if anyone goes like, because you, you walk around and obviously the, you know, the, um, what am I trying to say? The communist, the, the communist regime, the era was so recent and the country's only just opened up. So the, it's, the history is just everywhere. Um, and it's, it's a cool city. It's got some like cool nightlife that's like up and coming. So, although they're a bit like, if you've got too many guys in the group, you're not going to get in anywhere. So mm. we we left with a hostel group, and there were a lot more. I thought there were a lot more guys that were traveling Albania than girls. So we had a bit of trouble getting in somewhere, but um, especially from the it's good good to know for people listening. Yeah, exactly. So I think if you're if you're in a large group and there's a lot of guys, try and get the guys to like split off and at least go like guy girl if you can. Um, because I think we grab grab a wig if you grab can. a wig yeah you'll be fine <laughs> but yeah so it's it's good to, no because literally when we came back to the castle at another point um we went out with the hostel and it was a big mix of us so it was fine but um the shots the shots in this hostel were so expensive and I was like I just want a cheap racky shot and then I said to like um one of the guys that I've been traveling with oh do you want to come get a shot like um and he was like no you you can run across the road and get one I won't be let back in and I was like that and I was like shit shit true so I just like tapped this girl I was like do you want to come find a cheap shot she was she was well up for it so we ended up running around this like little square like of bars being like like how cheap your racky shots how cheap and then it was a bit dodged it, it was a bit dodgy well you probably should I, I don't recommend doing this but they were like trying to charge ridiculous money for these shots that cost like nothing we were like we're not paying that and then this guy goes yes I've got some let me take you into my restaurant he leads us down to this basement restaurant that is shut. Oh, yeah. that's what I was hoping you were going to say. A fucking basement. It wasn't even open. He like unlocked this restaurant in this basement. Oh. And then he gave us free shots. And then I think this other guy like gave him some money. And I think these guys were hoping we talked to them. But we just kind of like, we're like, we spoke to the guy that owned the restaurant. Like, and we were like, oh, like, we love Albania. Yeah. And then these guys like, we were waiting outside. I think we're trying to be like, wanted to talk to us after. And we just went, thanks, bye. <laughs> and then, yeah. Because I kind of realized I was a bit like, we, I was like, oh, we should probably go back. Um, It was fun. I didn't get any negative vibes really, but like you have to be careful. So just a reminder to anyone that travels, don't make these mistakes because it stuff goes so wrong when you're drunk. So you have to be yeah. so careful. Um, it unfortunately is a bit of a different experience if you're a guy yeah. or a girl. Uh, yeah, it, th- this is the thing. Can, can. Yeah it, def- yeah it definitely can be like i think there's a lot of countries where you will get a different experience if you're a guy like even i've I've watched like some travel vlogs and like um i've watched like some of drew binsky's vlogs and stuff um mm. and like i think i just think off the top of my head he was like in pakistan or something and like he's walking down the road and the locals are so friendly to him and they're like um yes like come uh come chat to me like 
let me show you around let me they invite him like innocently like invite him to dinner around the house and it's a very different sort of thing if you're a woman they one you probably wouldn't get approached innocently and invited around to dinner by a man unless i might be wrong no not not those countries like like, i don't i don't want to make a sweeping statement but just like in general like especially as a woman if you if i got asked by a random man in the street in a country that i wasn't very familiar with to come to his house i like like light bulbs like red red sirens going like you, that that's gonna be a no yeah especially if i was by myself i think e- even more if you're if some guy's giving you free racky in the bottom of his yeah, basement yeah exactly see this is what i mean like <laughs> I, I, t- I know i tell stories on here please don't do these things these are terrible ideas but you know i feel like i'm telling i'm telling the real stories on this podcast uh, <laughs> you get you get the real tea the tea that don't it's the real shit from the fucking exactly, hostel the real man shit. Oh, just just you wait guys just you wait for my story um anyway so uh, Tirana was great and then we actually ended up meeting so at this point I was travelling with uh, Fernando the girl from Mexico and then this guy that we'd met on the hike who was British and we met these two guys while we were out from the hostel and they were like oh we're only here for a week and they'd both done like backpacking themselves and they were like we're just here for a week we're like best mates we've been friends for years we're going to hire a car and do like a week long road trip Um, do you want to like do you guys fancy for North Americans that means rent (laughs) rent a road trip rent a car why what do you Oh, hire a car. Yeah, it's different. Yeah, we're going to rent a car. Um, So it, I was in Albania in fall and we rented a car and it was crazy, you guys. Like, oh my God. Oh Sorry. my God. <laughs> I could do this whole podcast in an American accent if you want. Like, it could be really fun. You know? Can you do Texan? Um. I don't know, sweetie. I don't know. I can't do that. I'm from Texas. I'm so sorry to anybody I'm offended out there. Oh my goodness. I'm really sorry. Are you okay? Phil, are you good? Oh yeah. my god. Yeah, I just choked on my own spit when I was laughing there. <laughs> oh fuck. Oh I'm sorry, I've just probably insulted like half Jeez. the US. I'm really sorry, anyone listening. I think it's flattery. I like doing American accents. I listen. I I get. I've met so many Americans that are like, "Oh, we do a British accent sometimes for fun," and I'm like, "Yeah, like I do the same with American or Australian or anything." So it's fine. I I do like, yeah, I do any accent, but um, like like I sometimes I'll just do like British, but like someone that's American trying to be British, like I'll just start talking to me like, oh, "I don't," like yeah, me? like like you, I'll be like, "I don't know, mate. Oh, we might be over there, isn't it?" And like I I don't know why I do that. Like I just I just don't know, but we'll go with it. See, I, th- I see. I hear that, and I'm like, "Oh, that's that, that's no, good. that's not good." <laughs> it's the Queen's English. But, um, <laughs> the Queen's English, uh, Lucy. There's a part of Albania that I was looking up to do, or I, I wanted to go to, and I didn't. Like I said, I didn't get to go. It was, and I, it was, it was a bit of a discovery for me. It was, it was the realization that there's, uh, you know, you know, everybody knows the French mm-hmm. Riviera, but we don't necessarily know the. Uh, the Albanian Riviera, right. which I think that you got a chance to go to. Oh, what was that like? Beautiful. So, like, I mean, there's, I feel like Albania has like a bit of everything. So you've got like the mountains, you have crystal blue water and beaches. Like the sea is incredible, and then you have the Riviera. So, like, part of I went to Barat, which is um, a re- they have some really old towns, like hundreds and hundreds of years old. And Barat is, I think it's UNESCO. I think that I might be wrong in saying the whole town's a UNESCO World Heritage Site, but um, don't quote me on that. But um, the and the river runs through and it's just incredible because this town has just got so much character and the river and the mountains are just everywhere 
and I just like you it's just hard to look at it and really like think where you are because you just don't see pictures of Albania often and you just don't realize how it looks and no. I think there's so much of Albania that I mean for example we I was there in low season and um you know say like say you've got a villa in Greece in like in summer in Corfu overlooking the sea overlooking your sunset and this Airbnb right that would cost like a lot of money right for however long um we we were there this was obviously low season but we managed to get this on this road trip that we did we managed to get this Airbnb for I think it was like 15 euros a night each and in those 15 euros, we had like the biggest Airbnb with this huge balcony that overlooked the sunset, overlooked Corfu in Greece. Like Greece was literally like right there. It had the best view, double beds, several bathrooms, huge kitchen, like anything you want. And it was 15 euros a night each. It was like incredible. Where you'd add like a one or a two in front of the 15 euros yeah, for right? Corfu. Right. I was literally right? looking. I was like, I can see Corfu. And if I was staying there, I wouldn't have the view of the sun. Like we were, we were exactly facing west. So we got, we just, I just sat there and looked straight and the sun was just going down over the sea. It was incredible. And uh, like st- stuff like that is it's so underrated. And I think, I, I, I mean, I, w- I went all over. I went to like Jirakasa, which is another um, old Ottoman town. And there's just cobbled streets everywhere, colourful like vendors selling all these different things. Um, there's like a castle at the top. It's, it's just so there's so much like untouched history that you can just see like right right there, and it's not all hidden behind glass and things. And it's just like I thought it was just incredible. And th- I mean, I went to so many places. I'm trying to think. And by the end of it, I, I'd been I'd been everywhere I wanted to go. And um, we ended up going to this beach town. I say beach town. It's on the coast. But it's just outside of Tirana and it's called Jurez. I mean, it was fine. Like, I, there's not really loads to do there. I wouldn't massively recommend seeing it unless you've got like loads of time and just want to go. Um, but we went to the beach and this beach was literally covered because there's there's thousands of bunkers all over the all over the country. Um, and th- this whole beach had just exploded bunkers everywhere. So like you could just sort of lounge and you were on this exploded bunker that was like had been blown up from years and years ago. Like it's 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 perfectly safe. Like it's so it's so fine, but. It's just, it's so weird because um, it was so recent, all of this. And I like, yeah, war, and like, yeah. you hear on walking tours and stuff because it was, the whole country was shut. Um, the country opened up all at once and they were introduced to things like bananas, Coca-Cola, like TV channels. And I think bananas came first and the tour guide said that he's, I think his dad or something was, um, was so intrigued by bananas, but he thought everything was so new all at once. He called everything a banana. So he asked his son to go get him a red banana from the shop, and he meant a Coca Cola. But because it was new, everything was a banana. Because he felt banana was like something new. Yeah, to like the so country. banana was new. So like everything was so new at once. Bananas were new to the country. So he was calling Coca Cola the red banana because banana was just there were so many new things. Like how. It's it's so it's so weird to like think about, but when the country just opened, yeah, it's so mind blowing. But like, um, yeah, it just—I mean, the history is incredible, and there's just so, just I mean, our car did break down going up a big hill every time we went up a big hill. <laughs> so it, we at one point we we were like in the middle of these mountains, and like we had to get out and push the car, and then the car like the guy just drove off like a mile up the road, so we had to like hike. In the, in the sun, in the heat, in the middle of nowhere, up this hill. And apparently there were, like, wolves around the area. I didn't see any, but we learned that afterwards. And I was like, um... <laughs> we were just walking in this, like, in the middle of the woods while this car goes around. Anyway, just every time it, every time it stopped and went up a big hill, we had to take our bags out and walk. But it was still a good car. We had a great, we had a great road trip for a week. But, um... 
yeah, it was it was definitely interesting, and I think the whole because the whole country is quite new to be backpacks, um, and travelled in, especially with hostels. There's like one hostel kind of. There's a few hostels in each place, but there's one that everyone stays at, so everyone stays at the same one. Um, so that, I guess that's going to lead me soon into yeah. my into my story. Yeah, I, I I think I need to preface this a little bit because hostels are amazing yeah. places to go. You 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 have maybe an idea of what a hostel is, but I've honestly stayed in nicer hostels across the world than I've stayed mm-hmm. in hotels. At so like even if I pay you know two hundred euros for a hotel, still yeah. stay at nicer hostels. Yeah, especially which is a fucking fraction of the price. But sometimes yeah. you have some ex- interesting experiences at hostels, and I think that you have one that happened right. in Albania, so, right? Yeah, I completely agree. Um, some of the hostels, especially in Asia, are like incredible. Southeast um, Southeast Asia, for example, has hostels where you've got like a pool, a double bed, curtains, like the cleanest rooms, like, and it's like six dollars a night or whatever. Like it's insane. But um, yeah, so the hostels in Albania, like, I hadn't really had a problem. They're not really fancy, but they were like absolutely fine. Um, some of them were a bit nicer than others, but they, they, none of them were like, oh, this is not sure about this. Like they were, all had everything you could possibly want, you know. Um, and we got to this hostel in Barat and Barat is the town that's on the Albanian Riviera, kind of on the, well, it's by the river. Um, not necessarily like the... I don't know. So it's a river. This sounds really nice. It's a Riviera of the beach, like the coast. Yeah, that's what I mean. The coast. Yeah. Um, yeah. So not on the Riviera, but the Riviera is like because I know you said about it earlier. Like the whole coast is stunning. Yeah. Like I think it's like Cas- Samil, oh my gosh, yeah. like that region. Casamil, incredible. I'm so. It's one of those places that isn't really accessible by public transport. So if you go to Albania, definitely hire a car, preferably one that can make it up a hill. But you know, get a car. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Get a good horse. Get a good in horse. Cas- yeah, in Casamil, we were on this beach and it was empty because it was low season. And this guy in his boat just pulled up and he just tours and he was like, oh, like, I'll, if you pay me five euros, I'll take you to sunset um, on this, like, the island over there. So we, fucking, yeah, it's exactly. It's insane. We, we literally paid him and, and he took us to this abandoned little island. We stayed there for sunset. We were, like, diving into the water. It was, it was incredible. So the whole Riviera is, like, it's just beautiful because it is literally the same sea as Croatia and Montenegro. Like, it's the same blue water you just have it for cheaper like it's just yeah. it's insane more people need to go there and kind of realize like it's literally the same as croatia and montenegro geographically like yeah it's just anyway but getting to the back to the hostels i'm like i'm jumping around but we're gonna get to this story okay so we're in barat <laughs> and we are in the unesco world heritage site and this hostel is like um it used to be a registered building it there's not a lot they can do to change it so I was expecting it to be sort of like an old rustic kind of style hostel, which which is what it was. But like, I don't know, we, we get there and it's just, it's like this big hill and it's just a bit awkward. And it's by October, it was it was still warm, but it wasn't like, I don't know, it, it wasn't warm enough to keep be have the whole hostel kind of open. It's a very open hostel. Like there's not necessarily, yeah. like this corridor is kind of half open into the air and the, do- the dorms are fine, but I don't know. So we stayed in this hostel um, and oh, where to start? So me and Fernando chose a six bedroom and we ended up staying with these four guys that were from, um, they're from Israel and they came in and they were together and it's always a bit awkward. I don't know if you've ever stayed in a hostel where like there's been a friend group in the dorm and like you're like the only person. Yeah, that's, yeah, yeah. that can always be a little bit awkward because you kind of feel like you're like, you're like in their space, even though you're not. Um, so yeah, it, it was fine, but they were just, they, they were fine. But, um, 
Anyway, so we later on that evening, we went down into the, host- the bottom of the hostel to sort of like see if we were going to socialise. And there was no one really there and except these guys that were in our dorm. So we went and sat with them and they were playing a drinking game. And we, we, we really weren't feeling up to drinking that night because um, like with backpacking culture, there's a... There, there can often be like a lot of drinking so that one particular yeah yeah i mean it's a, after a while it yeah, gets like, maybe I, a bit I think, old. We, I think we'd been drinking the night before and as well like it's expensive sometimes so we were like just wanted a chill night so we just went down to like socialize and chat but um they were playing the drinking game so we sat with them we joined in but we just went drinking and i think we we had to tell them about like six or seven times that we weren't drinking and every time like we were playing they'd be like oh you've got a drink you've got a drink and we'd be like oh no like like we, we just wanted to come socialize we're not drinking and they kept trying to force us to drink and then this one guy's like oh we're gonna play this game called too personal and i'm like right and he goes you have to tell us something really personal about yourself and we'll judge if it's personal personal enough and if it's not you have to drink and tell us another one and i was like that's a weird game to play with someone you've just met like the way that they phrased it just wasn't like because i'm all up for like outing people funny drinking games like i'm all up for that when you're at a hostel meeting people but essentially i found out later he played this game with another girl and he just wanted her to tell like explicit stuff about herself like yeah yeah so he yeah, gave us like creepy vibes um anyway so we we like left it we were like oh let's just go to bed because this guy as well we'd actually seen him in a town a few days before with his like in the middle of this town in Albania, with his socks off, and he was playing a re- like a pipe. He was playing like a recorder. He was playing the Titanic, and I don't know if you've heard that TikTok. T- <laughs> I don't know if you've heard that TikTok sound that, that is the Titanic the, on a recorder, the, and it's like yeah, 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 yeah the, the fucked up one. He was playing that, and I'm just. <laughs> He's, he's the one behind the, behind Honestly, the sound. The, like, the sound. This is what's funny, right? Is he was play he was playing that. And we were like, "Whoa, like that's so random." Like, do you think he's Albanian? And I think if he, I don't know, he wasn't, and he wasn't a local. Like, imagine just going somewhere that you're not from, taking your shoes and socks off, and sitting there, because it's not even like it was a beach town. It was like in the mountains, and he just had his toes out in the square playing the Titanic really badly, and it was just like, okay, interesting. Um, and then later on, when we saw him in, in our room, we were like, oh, you were the Pied Piper. And he was like, yeah. <laughs> and like, I was actually watching a TikTok in my room and I got up the sound of the, um, I purposely got up the sound of the Titanic and I, I played it to him and I was like, um, and he went, oh, is that me? I went, no, that's the TikTok that you sound like. I was like, that's <laughs> So the fact he, yeah, yeah, he's even the aware. Fucked up one. Anyway, so gone on a tangent but we went to bed after this night and they carried on playing drinking games and i think because they have this um wine tasting that you can do in barat and if you're in barat i so recommend doing it. it is so much fun like i thought it's, it's not just wine tasting they get you playing like albanian games traditions as i must do if you're in barat right um and anyway some people came back from the wine tasting so i think they carried on drinking downstairs whatever i went to bed um and then the next morning i one of my so i had a tiktok go viral of this hostel's breakfast because the whole breakfast you might have seen it was covered in wasps like well then you use yes, that fu- you use that fucking sound the... <laughs> yes i did i did use that sound i absolutely did and like because it just it kind of just was a theme for the whole hostel right so the, and it wasn't even like there's a few wasps like it they were just no. covered everything like it was so un- unappetizing and luckily we we had food in a bag that was and like, we had some bread some eggs some tomatoes and i was like oh i'll just make like an omelet because I, i'm not i just don't we've got our own food that we can use i don't really want to touch that like it just it has all these bugs all over it like swarms of bugs all over it not just a few um anyway i go to i go to make my breakfast i open my food bag 
And um, there's a, yeah, there's a used condom on top of my bread in my bag. (laughs) 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 I know, I know that that was not there before. It was so bad. And I'm just like, I'm like, we're just like in disbelief because I'm sharing this food bag with the two people I'm traveling with. And I'm just like, what? And then I come, I went outside to try and find a staff member to be like, like what do I do like what the hell and then they're like oh is yours a red food bag and we're like yeah and they're like oh yeah someone said that guy put a used condom in it ha 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 and then the staff start laughing at me I'm like what do you mean ha 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 like that is so bad I was like you can't just dispose of that on top of someone's bread and eggs like I I didn't want seeded bread do you know what I mean I just wanted a plain loaf and my my bread and more seeds in it than it, than it did before but I was disgusted <laughs> <laughs> my, my thinking is like who has sex finishes and then is like let me go to the fridge <laughs> you know what I mean to be fair it wasn't what? in what? the fridge but it was next it was like next to all the food it was like it was with everybody's food they had like this cart that had everyone's food that like was in the hostel and you, you put you put it in a bag or whatever put your name on it that's where it was it was with the food it wasn't even like so they, they, essentially what what it was the guy that it was the guy the pied piper and he he had apparently had sex in a bathroom next to the kitchen and then just like put it in the first plastic bag he saw and he said he thought it was the trash but we so i t- i told the people i was traveling with and i was like 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 we 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 found out about it through the stuff and they we were like like where is he can we like what are you going to do about it and they were just laughing and we're like it's not really funny is it like this is off your breakfast is inedible now ours is man what happens if i ate this shit i'm sorry yeah oh it was horrible and and, oh my god um so we we were i think we were just a bit tired we were like we were just hungry and then they the staff didn't give a shit Uh, like our food was we weren't touching we had a lot of food in there we weren't touching anything so we were fuming so we went off and we tried to find him but he'd like gone somewhere for the day and we were like oh for god's sake so we went to our walking tour did went to our day and then like later on we got back to the hostel and he was still wasn't there we got handed a note and it was like a handwritten letter from (laughs) you know what fair play he apologized but i was still pissed you know what i mean like i'd still rather not have a used condom in my food bag and it was you know what fair play he he replaced the stuff but that's not the point you know it's it's a bit question i mean you know it could have been a lot worse like he could have like we could have not one not realized two he could have just not given a shit and not replaced it so like fair play he replaced it but it's still one of the wackiest things the weirdest disgusting things that has happened to me in a hostel like i mean i don't think he did it maliciously but it was just it's just still really stupid. But it's, <laughs> but it's a good story. Make sure, make sure it's a fuck. Hey, who knows? Maybe that's like how uh, maybe, Israelis like maybe serenade it's like, women. Maybe it's like They're a like... gift. I don't know. Like I was, just, I was a bit confused. I, I, I just, I, I was like, what? But yeah. So we had a handwritten letter, which was funny. Um, he apologized, and it, so it's fine. It was fine. But um, then later on, like we ran into him again in Tirana, the capital, and then we walked into the hostel, and he was sat in the garden with a load of like new people, and like. Kind of jokingly, kind of not. We went, oh no, it's you. And then him and all this, <laughs> and we we're like, oh no, not you. And then everyone was like, 
like all these new people are like what does it like what's going on here and 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 then we're like and we're like do well, we have a fucking story for you and what's worse him and his mate start <laughs> laughing like oh yeah it's quite funny actually and we were like no it's not <laughs> no it's not and then it's like is it is it funny and they're like yeah it's quite funny isn't it it's like what? no i'm still not like 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 it's, well it's funny now like it's, it's it's really funny now but you know <laughs> i was still, I was, I was still a bit pissed off about my bread right. um and then we told people the story and they were like what the <laughs> Yeah, you know it's fine like it's not there's no, it was no like bad be funny thing or like but it was just it was just a, a, what a story to tell like yeah no that doesn't happen every <laughs> single day but uh lucy what, what do you say what do we say we uh get to the top five let's do it all right so folks since we're so close to saint to uh, valentine's day we are going to give you our top five best excuses to break up with your significant other listeners will be able to vote on the two beers to take off instagram page for who you think has the best top five so lucy as the guest i'm giving you first dibs okay. to go first um listen phil it's been um it's, it's been great arriving to this um destination with you right um i'm really excited to go on this holiday but um Look, I know the plane just landed, um, but I think we're gonna have to end things because you started clapping when the plane landed, and I just can't. I can't do it. I just can't. I just can't do it anymore. Oh, I'm really yeah. sorry. I I'm gonna get a flight back. Like you oh, can just no. do this vacation by yourself. I can't. I can't. <sighs> it's too much. Yeah, that's that's fair. That's it's uh, uh, it's a tough look. <laughs> I, I'd break. I'd break up with myself if I fucking did that too um so lucy just uh, also just the way this works or so you go first i go second third then you go third fourth okay. it's like a snake yeah so snake you do draft. yeah makes sense okay so you did actually steal one uh, that was actually gonna be my first one too that's a big fucking faux pas don't do that folks or do it if you want to be hilarious so lucy listen we are done because you took your socks off in the airplane oh i'm sorry that's going a bad one that's so sad. <laughs> Put your trotters away, do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, I, you know what? That's fair. I, I would, I would also leave if you did that too. So I can see why that would have upset you. It's fine. Yeah. My next one here is, uh, it's going to be an answer. It's going to be a reason why we should break up, and I'm going to give you a little bit of a story too. So, Lucy, listen, we can't continue on like this. What? I want to break up because, well, you wear a money belt when you travel. But I keep our money safe. I can't believe this. Yeah, listen, I, I have to tell you a story that happened. I went to uh, to France as uh, when I was a student in uh, in university. There was a course that was available and mm-hmm. it was uh, like a travel study. So what a travel study is, is basically you do two courses, oh, but you nice. do them in another country. So yeah, so we had like, a, I think it was like a literature course and a French course. Anyway, so I did that. Except that the professor, right from the beginning, didn't like me. Right. He was a bit of a tight ass. And he kept scaring people off from, like, going out at night. And I was like, dude, you think I came here to fucking study? I'm so sorry, dude. No one no one, no one, does a semester abroad to study. No one does a year abroad to study. What? Anyway, so we're, like, in... We're in, we're in, uh, in Paris. One of my friends, uh, Sid, who's a common guest on the show, comes... He met me in Paris. And, uh... Anyways, so the professor, he'd always be like, you have to have your money belt on you. You need to have your passport in there because you need your passport at all times because you never know what can happen. It's dangerous. Paris is dangerous. You need to be careful. I was like, man, like, I'm sorry. I've been to Europe. Like, it's not that fucking dangerous. Like, chill. Anyway, so one night, me and my buddy Sid, we go out because one of our uh, mutual friends 
that we met in Malta was he, he's from Paris and he was having his graduation night. He was he's a dentist, so a bunch of, we went out with a bunch of dentists on their graduation night. And so we go to their place, we we pregame a little bit, and you know, for the North North Americans that don't know, like you can drink in public. So like we're walking to the club afterwards and we're drinking our bottles of wine or whatever. And so we're a group of guys, and one of the guys decides one of the one of the guys sees a cop car go by, decides to throw his bottle of wine at the cop car and yell "Assassin de la police," which means "cop killer." It's like a rap song, <laughs> and so bottle smashes, cop car stops, three cops get out, two two male cops and a, and a female cop, and they throw this throw this throw no. us all onto the wall. So I'm now like. Fuck! I don't have no. my passport. The one time you got out without it. I'm like, I'm like my that fucking tight ass professor is gonna have to fucking come and bail me out of jail because of this fucking no. asshole who threw what a wine idea. bottle at a cop. Anyways, so they're searching us and shit, and they're asking for our IDs. My buddy, so like I said, there's two male cops that are searching us, and there's kind of a female cop that's supervising behind. My buddy's like, can the female cop search me? No. And I'm like, Sid, shut the fuck up. No. Shut the fuck up. I don't oh want to go to jail. Are you serious? So anyways, so it's it's my turn to show the cop my ID, right? They all show their French French cards or whatever. And I show my driver's license from Canada. And the guy looks at it. He's like, yep, okay, cool. And so luckily nothing happened bad. But I was just like, holy fuck. Fuck, man, that could have turned so bad. <laughs> That's so bad. Oh, my God. I can't, yeah. Why does he throw a bottle at a police car? <laughs> what is he thinking? French Jesus. guys are crazy, man. French guys are crazy. We had a good night. Except for that moment. Yeah. My so, listen, what's your, what's your number two? Okay. Right. Well, we... um. It, 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 it was great seeing you. Right. But I'm, I'm sorry. There's just one thing that just... You know, I know... I know you've got to eat and we've gone to a family barbecue at my parents right and I just I think it's really nice you came along and I'm really sorry that there wasn't enough room at, at the table for you to eat because you know it's a big party but just the way you were sat on that garden chair with the plate on your laps and your knees squished together to eat your food I just can't do it. I can't look at it I couldn't do it <laughs> it just gave me the ick I can't I've had enough the way you're sat with your little knife and fork it, I'm just gonna have to end things seeing you like that just made me realize how how unattractive okay. you saw how bad my back posture was just eating like yeah with your knees squished I was, together I was, I, was, oh I was eating soup oh my god oh god oh that's even worse yeah this is why we didn't serve soup but it's fine um and you know it's me again isn't it it is yeah oh okay right phil i've had enough we've gone traveling we've gone somewhere new to try these exotic foods these amazing places and all you want to eat is chicken and chips and nothing else you don't like eat you don't like spicy foods you don't like textures of food you don't eat anything you're such a fussy eater you you will eat chicken and chips in thailand and i just can't it's embarrassing and i'm gonna have to end it yeah i'm, I'm a fucking child i only eat chicken nuggets it's embarrassing it's childish it's childish i'm sorry it's too much <laughs> no that's 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 a good that's a good one. I I I considered putting that one because I mean that doesn't that just ruin it? Be like ah oh, like let's go to this like authentic place. You're like no let's 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 go to McDonald's. It's like no. <laughs> and I'm not I'm not shitting I'm not shitting on McDonald's abroad because McDonald's abroad cool. is cool because you do get a different experience every place you go and sometimes you do you do need that like familiar meal. Yeah, and it's cool to try out the different things, but like not every night. <laughs> Yeah, if you're just eating McDonald's, give your head a shake. 
All right. So for my number four, hold on. I'm on number, oh, excuse, number three. So Lucy, for this one, can you pretend to be from the U.S.? Yeah, sure. I can do that. Yeah, no problem. What's up, Phil? I heard you wanted to talk. Like, what's wrong? <laughs> Listen, Lucy, we need to we need to talk. Oh my God, what? I think we should break up. Why? Because when we're in hostels and people ask you where you're from, you say the city and not the country. Are you kidding? Are you kidding? I'm from Tallahassee. I'm from America. I hate to break it to you, but America is two continents. You're kidding? What? Oh my god. I'm... Shout out to the Americans that do that. <laughs> I love that. I wouldn't even have thought of that. I was like, wait, what? What do you mean? What does that mean? <laughs> I feel like the British equivalent of that is like people saying that they're from London when they're like from the outskirts, which I have a. Someone, one of my friends fights me on this like profusely. She goes, You're not from London. I am from London. Because I, because technically I live in Greater London. It's on the outskirts. But it counts. We have red buses. We're still on the London train lines. I don't want to hear it. We're in London Borough. But that's like, probably the question. Yeah. Listen, I'm, I'm fine. I'm fine with it if it's a big city. I'm not shitting on the people saying New York, Chicago, Los Angeles. Yeah. But if you're saying fucking Tallahassee, you can kiss my yeah. ass. <laughs> it's like, come on. <laughs> oh, dear. Been, is it me? Is it me? Uh, it is... Hold on. You took my first one and it's fucked me up here. I'm really... I'm so sorry. I know I've got my list here. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I did... Uh, I did two, three. You did three, four. Now I'm five, six. So, Lucy, listen, we need to break up. Reason being is because you tell everybody that you've seen the world, but you've only traveled to resorts. What? Are you kidding? That's a fucking shit one. Oh, that's gross if you do that. That is bad. That is bad to me. I, I was thinking that as well. It's like when people are like, oh, yeah, I've traveled to like this country. And I'm like, oh, did you go here? Did you go here? And they went, oh, no, I like just stayed in the hotel. I'm like, well, you didn't really go to it then, did you? Oh No, you stayed in a fucking condensed like terrarium. Yeah, you didn't leave. Like, so you've not really been there. If you, oh, you might as well stay in the airport. Like, do you know what I mean? Yeah, that's... um. I mean, to be fair, that's going to be me when I have, I have a five hour, five hour layover in Canada, right? So I'll get like an hour to stop in Canada. But you bet, I've got a scratch map. You bet that Canada's getting scratched off that map. You bet. Fuck yeah. But, yeah. but um, listen, it's been great chatting with you, Phil, but um, I'm sorry, I'm going to have to end things. Like, um, I, I, I know this relationship developing and blossoming, but I just, I have to cut it. I have to stop it now before it gets too bad. Um, and, and the reason for that is... Um, Look, it, it's 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 quite simple, basically. When we were on this trip on holiday, um, and the, you know the instructor on the boat trip said, "Can anyone not swim?" You put your hand up, and you had to wear a life preserver on the boat, and no one else was, and it was just embarrassing. And when we went to swim, you were swimming. You weren't even swimming. You were just floating, and you couldn't swim. And everyone else went diving, and you just floated there, and it just gave me the ick. And I just can't. I can't. It's too much. I'm really sorry. Yeah, I know. I'm almost fucking drowned with a life jacket. I'm not a great yeah, swimmer. There you go. And that's impressive. How, I don't even know how you do that. Why did you sign up to a boat trip if you if you can't swim? I just, just, oh, I know. Okay. <sighs> yeah, I'm sorry. No, it's Nick. <laughs> right. So your one. Uh, it's my your last, last one. one here. What's my last one? Should I do? Mm, okay. Right. So I've got choice between two actually. Well, do one, and then we'll we'll we'll, we'll do it on honorable mention because I I have a we'll do an extra an one, honorable I guess. mention. Okay, okay. Um, At the end, yeah. So, so I'm really sorry, 
but um, it was great playing these drinking games at a hostel. It's great getting to it, getting to know you. And I'm glad that we've been traveling together, but I just have to stop things now. Because when we played beer pong, the way you ran after the table tennis ball under the table just was too much for me. It was too ugly. And you, the way you chased it across the hostel, bending down and running, I just, I saw it and I just feel like I have to run from it. I just have to leave. You just, you're not, you're not, it's not even that you're not athletic. You just couldn't even catch a ping pong ball. I just, it, it was too bad. It was just too bad for me. That's a common one in Oslo, I feel. That's a, that's a hard one. Listen, when you, when you started with the drinking game one, I thought you said that I threw a condom in your feedback. Oh, yeah, no, but, that uh, is pretty bad as well. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that's up there, that one. Uh, um, all right, so, so to finish us off, listen, Lucy, we have to break up. Why? Because, well, you thought that Nepal was a body part. What? <laughs> I was I was struggling for I was <laughs> I was struggling for that fifth one and I just literally went to the countries and I was like yeah okay well, well, let's make this one that works it works I love it <laughs> it works though yeah and, and listen we we had a couple you know you got one of mine threw me completely off and but we still have one honorable mention each and so the ones that didn't make the cut I had one here so listen Lucy we have to break up. Because you thought that diversity was the state capital of Colorado. What? <laughs> diversity. Oh. I don't know if that's a dad joke. <laughs> that took me a minute to catch on. You can see my brain like wearing like diverse, it's a, diversity. It's a, it's a thinker. That's, that's why I didn't make the top five. Yeah, yeah. Mine was more of just like an ick of um, you were on a bus, Phil. We were on a bus traveling together and... um. The bus was like stopping, and then when it stopped, you you fell over on the bus, and you just you couldn't you couldn't balance, and you kept you kept sliding each way, and you couldn't hold on. It's like a toddler. Yeah, you just couldn't keep your balance on the bus. It's quite it's, yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong. If you're if you're elderly or you could, but you know you're as far as I know, you're quite you're quite normal, able bodied, and you just couldn't couldn't stand up on the bus. So it's got to I've got to leave you on the bus. I've got to go. I'm sorry. <laughs> Okay. It's okay. I'm sorry. If that's what's best. That's what's best. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I've been dumped six times. <laughs> you have. <laughs> All right. So, so to give a recap, here's Lucy's top five. So Lucy had uh, that I clap when the plane lands, that I'm a disgusting eater and I eat with my plate on my knees at the family barbecue. I'm a picky eater that I almost died at the boat trip and had to wear a life jacket. <laughs> And that I disgustingly run after pick pong balls after not sinking them at the hostel bar. Yes. Which is disgusting. <laughs> which is so, is poor. And my, my top five was that you wear a money belt. Uh, you take your socks off on the plane. You're bad at geography. What? You're, gr- you're, you're apparently a world traveler, but you only do resorts. And that you thought that Nepal was a body part. <laughs> the worst thing is a couple of those actually sound like me. <laughs> Like, I was, what was your first one? The money belt. I've worn, I've worn a money belt. <laughs> I've worn a money belt. I see. I, I, I've actually tapped into some of your friends, and they are the ones who gave me these, uh, these responses. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> no, I, I wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> yeah. But anyways, listeners. So now we need you, the listeners, to vote on the two beers to take off Instagram page for who you think that has the best top five. So this will be out on Sunday. So check it out and rate. Pick pick your favorite. 
So Lucy, listen, before we let you go, what is next for you? You mentioned that you're going to, you've trip, you've got a couple of trips planned. Where are you going and what, what can we expect? Oh, I'm so excited. So um, I'm actually heading back to Thailand for a month and I'm um, basically doing a lot of South Thailand that I missed before. Um, like back in 2019 when I went, because I spent so long in Vietnam that I just, I miss, I'm, I just didn't have time to do everything that I wanted to do. So I'm heading there and then I've got a week, actually, I'm really excited for this, a week in Indonesia. Um, and I'm volunteering for a week with this language company. They teach English and they get like a volunteer in from um, like an English speaking country or another country um, to come just like do, do a talk about themselves, about their culture and like... Um, sort of provide a bit more insight into the English language for their pupils and stuff. So I'm really excited. I, I've got to do a presentation about myself and where I'm from and stuff. Um, and then after that, I'm back for a week. And then I'm really excited to be heading somewhere like brand new, which is Central America. So I'm starting. Oh yeah. yeah. So I'm starting in Mexico. Uh, then I'm doing Guatemala, Belize, Nicaragua, and I'm finishing in Costa Rica before flying home. And I'm so excited. Like I need to practice my Spanish though. That's my only thing. That's that's one of the things that I, I didn't do. I didn't do much of Central America, but you like I I in South America. I that's definitely one thing that I was like, oh fuck! Like we were at the airport, they didn't speak English. I was like, shit! Oh. In the capital. Oh yikes. my gosh! Yeah, I feel like that's. I feel like yeah, maybe that's definitely like my language privilege showing. I think the fact that like I I would feel so weird if I went to an airport in a capital and they didn't speak English. I'd be like, what? But then that's you know that's me. I should learn languages, like which I'm trying to. I can I can speak my French is okay, but my I didn't I chose French not Spanish in school. So yeah, it's it's not too different from French. I find because like that's my first language and like Spanish. There's some shit that I would just catch. Yeah. So like you'd have like um, like amigos, ami, playa, yeah. you know, a few things that are somewhat similar. Uh, that there's a masculine, masculine, feminine. Yeah, so that that does help. I think I think you'll, you'll, you'll survive. That's, yeah, you'll, you'll that's survive. That's what I mean. I'm like counting on my French to oh, uh, counting on my French to like help me try and work out what words are. If I'm not sure. So. <laughs> Wee oui, wee oui. wee oui, 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 <laughs> Uh So. So, Lucy, can you remind the people where they can find you? Absolutely. So, you can find me. It's quite easy. My username's the same for Instagram and TikTok. My main channel is TikTok, which is at underscore and then footloose, spelled like like a foot and then loose, like L-U-C-E, which is my name. It's a play on footloose, like being free and traveling and then loose is my nickname, so footloose. Um, and then it's the exact same on Instagram as well. Um give me a follow i'm trying to start up my youtube properly but i i suck at editing my youtube videos i just never get around to it so once that's up and going i will it i think it, i think it's footloose just just normally footloose without the underscore or anything um but yeah give me a follow on tiktok and instagram and that's where you can find me awesome well thank you so much for coming on this thank you so much fun. for having me again it's been so much fun i love it i love coming on here it's so much fun just every time every time there's a travel story there's so many and it's yeah it's always it's always it's always a laugh it's always good fun so thank you so much for having me again yeah looking forward to the next one me too all right bye see you bye thank you for listening to two beers till takeoff do you want free additional content or just to stay connected with the show then give us a follow on our social media platform that means tiktok instagram facebook all of them are you in need of podcast production services video editing or anything in between then look no further than strut sound Productions, the official producer of the two beers till takeoff podcast music produced by alex gagne check out his work in our show notes voiceover done by viking leo k see you next week on two beers till takeoff Thank you